Have you ever wondered why there are exactly 39 books in the Old Testament and just 27 books in the New Testament? Then stick around, because in this episode, we're going to look at how the Bible got 66 books. You're listening to the Bible series with Pastor Robbie Bergen. In Jesus' day, the scriptures were what we would call today the Old Testament, or the Jewish Bible. The Protestant Christian Old Testament has 39 books, whereas the Jewish Bible has 24 books. Although the number of books is different, and the order of books is arranged differently between the Old Testament and the Jewish Bible, there's actually no difference. They're actually identical books. The reason why the number of books is different is because of how the books and stories are divided in the Protestant Christian Old Testament. Let's take a look at how they're arranged differently. In the Jewish Bible, the book of Samuel is just one book, whereas in the Protestant Old Testament, it's actually two books. The same thing applies for the books of Kings and Chronicles. The Old Testament books of Ezra and Nehemiah are considered only one book in the Jewish Bible. And lastly, the 12 minor prophets of the Old Testament are considered to be just one book in the Jewish Bible, which explains why the Protestant Old Testament has 39 books and the Jewish Bible has 24. Right after Jesus' ascension back to the Father, he gives us a clue as to what the scriptures were in his day. Then he said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Jesus reflects the fact that in his day, the scriptures, or the Protestant Old Testament, were made up of the law, which are the five books of Moses, and the prophets, which is the books of Joshua, Judges, Samuel, Kings, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and the Twelve Minor Prophets. And the third section Jesus calls the Psalms. In Hebrew, this is known as the Writings, and is made up of the books of Psalms, Proverbs, Job, Song of Solomon, Ruth, Lamentations, Ecclesiastes, Esther, Daniel, Ezra, and the Chronicles. So the Old Testament, which we have today, we can be sure was the same that Jesus used in his day. So how did we get the New Testament? The New Testament contains 27 books. Many claim that what we now call the New Testament wasn't compiled until hundreds of years after the life of Christ and the apostles, when church councils convened to decide which books were in and which books were out. Dan Brown, in his best-selling book, The Da Vinci Code, has even alleged that Emperor Constantine chose the books at the Council of Nicaea in AD 325. But there's a lot of dispute about that claim. Dr. Ernst Martin states in his book, Restoring the Original Bible, some historians would have people believe that the church of the early 2nd century, or even the 3rd or 4th century, probably formulated the final New Testament there has always been a problem with this appraisal because there is not a sliver of evidence that such a thing took place. The truth is, 
When the early church fathers began talking about the canon of the New Testament near the end of the second century, it is assumed that it was already in their midst. The first recorded discussion among the Catholic scholars about the books of the New Testament only concerned whether certain books in the canon were of lesser rank, not which books were needed to form the official canon. Let's look at five pieces of evidence that the New Testament was established long before the 325 First Council of Nicaea. By the middle of the second century, most of the New Testament was already established. This included the four Gospels and the 14 Epistles of Paul. There's a document which was found in Milan and has been dated to 170 AD called the Maritorian Fragment. It's a part of a letter, but the start and the end is still missing. It's the oldest known canon or list of Bible books of the New Testament. The letter is a Latin translation of a much earlier Greek document, which contains a list of 22 of the 27 books that we have in our New Testament. This document also lists some early books which are considered to be fake epistles, which today we know as Apocrypha. Clement of Alexandria was a Christian apologist and a theologian. He was born in 150 AD in Alexandria in Egypt. We find in Clement's work citations of all the books of the New Testament, with the exception of Philemon, James, 2 Peter, 2 and 3 John. This shows us that these books were already considered to be a part of a canon. Tertullian of Carthage was an early Christian author. Over the course of his life, he wrote many articles and books, with many of them citing various New Testament books. Through his works, 23 of the 27 books are cited. He cites all the books of the New Testament, with the exception of 2 Peter, James, and 2 and 3 John. This tells us that by 225 AD, 23 of the 27 books that we have in our New Testament were already cited as authoritative books in a canon. Athenius was a theologian born in 293 AD in Alexandria in Egypt, and he wrote a letter which is now known as the 39th Festival Letter in 367 AD. And in this letter, he lists all the books of the New Testament canon as being the same as the 27 we have today. Augustine of Hippo was born in 354 AD in a Roman province of Africa. He is one of the most famous of the church fathers and stated that the New Testament canon of 27 books came into existence in the time of the apostles themselves. He states in a letter, distinguished from the books of later authors, is the excellence of the canonical authority of the Old and New Testaments, which having been established in the time of the Apostles. So according to Augustine, the New Testament was established in the time of the Apostles, which is considered to be the time from the ascension of Christ in 31 AD till the death of John in 100 AD. This means that very early on, the 27 books we have today in the New Testament were already widely used and accepted. And what makes this even more remarkable is that each of the books of the New Testament can be traced back to an eyewitness of Jesus. Matthew was a disciple of Jesus. Mark was a disciple of Peter. 
who dictated Peter's experiences with Jesus, Luke and Acts were both written by Luke, who was a follower of Peter and Paul, and recorded their journeys. John was a disciple of Jesus, who wrote the Gospel of John, the three epistles of John, and the book of Revelation. Romans, Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, the Thessalonian books, the books of Timothy, Titus, Philemon, and Hebrews were all written by Paul, who Jesus appeared to after his resurrection. James was Jesus' brother, and the two books of Peter were written by Peter, who was Jesus' disciple, and Jude was written by Jude, who was the brother of James. And that is why we have 66 books in the Bible. So in case you missed it, the Protestant Old Testament we have today was already in use in Jesus' day as Scripture. The list of New Testament books that we have in our Bibles today was already widely used by the time John had died in 100 AD. And each of the books that are in our New Testament can be traced back to an eyewitness of Jesus. So we can have confidence that the Bible we use today contains the same message which was originally given. Have a blessed day. You've been listening to the Bible series with Pastor Robbie Bergen. For more of this series, go to seektv.com.